Welcome to this episode of the Plan Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Amira Martin, a former Plan Disney panelist. And if you've been listening to our podcast, you probably know what I'm about to say. I love festivals. On this episode, we're talking all things Epcot International Festival of the Holidays, presented by Advent Health. The panelists are sharing top tips for experiencing holiday celebrations from around the world with seasonal dishes, festive entertainment, and more. But first things first, let's meet our panelists joining us today. Hello, friends. Hi. Hi. How are you? Oh my gosh, you look so good. Yes. Holiday. You sound even better. <laughs> <laughs> but I think before we hop into it, we should do some introductions. Of course. How about that? Amy, can you start? So I'm Amy. I am from Northern Virginia. I'm a business manager at a large technology firm, and I've been married to my husband for 16 years. We have a adventurous 12-year-old son and a four-year-old rescue pup. This is my first year being a planned Disney panelist, and I answer questions about the Walt Disney World Resort and Disney Cruise Line. Oh, lovely. Now, speaking of Plan Disney, could you tell us a little bit more about Plan Disney? Sure, sure. So Plan Disney is a diverse team of Disney fans who are focused on answering your guest questions about the Walt Disney World Resort, Disneyland Resort, Disney Cruise Line, and Disney Vacation Club. Every day, our team answers questions online in English, French, Spanish, and Portuguese. And we are compensated by Disney for our contributions to the program. Wonderful. We have a such, it's like a great little family that we mm -hmm. have. It's a massive family. It's I love it. It's a great team. <laughs> Hello, you. Hello. <laughs> Give us a little introduction. Well, I am Ashley and I am a toddler mom. I spend my days running after a toddler and it's the best thing in the whole wide world. <laughs> I also am a dog mom first. So it's always great to have my dog and my baby. Um, but outside of that, my side job is I am in learning and development for an amazing company. But I also have been with my Prince Charming for 10 years. Wow. Our anniversary was last week. So it's like big milestone here. Oh my goodness. And he really is your Prince Charming. He is. I mean, sometimes he gives me a little bit of Gaston in there, but overall <laughs> I would say Prince Charming. Okay, now we have so much to discuss. So let's dive in, okay? So I know a staple of this festival is the holiday entertainment. Oh uh, yeah. So can yes. we talk a little bit more about that? And I feel like we need to talk about my favorite the candlelight processional. Mm -hmm. Can't yes. ever stop talking about the candlelight processional. Like, <laughs> I, absolutely every year I like run and beeline to the American Pavilion just so I can see it. But what's amazing about it is the retelling of Christmas. Mm -hmm. And it's not like the average telling of Christmas, not the one you've heard before. We're talking about a celebrity narrator Ooh. accompanied by like this orchestra and this incredible choir. And Fun fact, a former panelist is also going to be making her debut in the choir this year. Yes. I'm so excited for her. She's going to shine. It's going to be amazing. But our celebrity narrators tell this story and they just take you to that place. It's only the way that Disney can. We have so many returning favorites, like, might I say, the legendary Neil Patrick Harris will be joining <laughs> us. I mean, always amazing. Like, everyone rushes to get there. But this year... You're ready to begin because Jordan Fisher is making his <laughs> debut and I am like, I cannot wait. It's going to be all every bit as magical as it possibly can be. And the Candlelight Processional is one of Disney Park's longest standing traditions because it was started in Disneyland, actually, by Walt Disney in 1960. It makes oh, wow. it even more special for us. It like, does. It does. Now, Amy, I know you like to enjoy the Candlelight Processional in a very special way. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. My family always gets a candlelight processional dining package when we come during this time of the year. So it's really great because you get to enjoy a delicious meal at Epcot 
and you get priority seating to the show. So this year, there's a lot of restaurants offering breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and there's even three showtimes a day, so there's a lot of opportunities to get there. Yeah. Just last year, my family really enjoyed going to Beer Garden Restaurant in the Germany Pavilion. Yummy. So we enjoyed a delicious <laughs> lunch, and at that restaurant, they always have traditional German entertainment, but at this time of the year, they have additional decorations and costumes, and they weave in some carols with those traditional songs. I know another tip you said is to bring your kids. That's something that yes. you're very passionate about. I agree. Absolutely. I think there's a perception that maybe it's not for little ones, but I completely disagree. The Candlelight Processional is inspiration for the whole family. So the American Garden Theater is a partially covered outdoor venue. So you can keep it casual, bring a snack. When my son was little, we'd love to get a bag of peppermint bark and he would just snack away. It was completely mesmerized by the singers. Now, something I love to do is to learn and experience each country, especially here in Epcot. And one way we can do that for Festival of the Holidays is to go visit the storytellers. So let's talk a little bit more about the holiday storytellers that are available. So I am a child of the military, um, and so I lived all over the world and experienced so many different cultures. So every time I come to Epcot, I like have to get that learning in and learn about new things. And it just kind of reminds me of how grateful I was to have the life that I had. And so I was born in Japan. So I always book it over to the Japanese pavilion over there or the Japan pavilion over there so I can see Daruma. Um, I love that story. It's about this little doll and it symbolizes good luck and perseverance. And it's just like this amazing connection. I didn't get to live in Japan for long, yeah. but like it just <laughs> makes me feel connected to that time in my life. And I just, I have to get there like as soon as possible. Oh, I love that. Oh my gosh, Japan. Okay, so Japan. that's a, that's a nice little <laughs> trivia fact that we know about you now. Now, I know there's also a Hanukkah storyteller as well, right, Amy? Yes, yes. They're incredible. And you'll find them between the France and Morocco pavilions. And you can learn about Hanukkah traditions from all over the world. So we get to learn. We get to enjoy. We get to enjoy a show. Yes. But there's so much more that we just get to see as we're walking around. I know Joyful uh, is another one that you both enjoy. Tell us a little bit more about that experience. I mean, talk about drawing you in. I love like you walk up and you're like, yes, it just, it's good for your soul. That mix of like holiday music and gospel and R&B. It's just like, ooh, it just fills you up when you walk in. So like, I just, every time I have to just like dance it around and like carry it as far as I can around the pavilion. We happened upon them last year and they are just so positive and energetic. I loved them. You could listen all day. Absolutely. They have gospel and R&B music and Christmas and Kwanzaa tunes that they perform. So I think with that and the storytellers, you really don't have to plan much, truly. As you stroll around World Showcase, you're going to happen upon this amazing entertainment. So just take it in as it comes. Yes, I agree. And I know that even though we don't have to plan, one thing you always plan is seeing Santa. <laughs> yes, of course. And we can see Santa. You can. Yay. This year, he's at the Odyssey Pavilion. And photo pass service will be there, so be sure to take all those family pictures. They make great Christmas cards. Oh, I, that's a great tip, yeah. is to get your Christmas card photo early mm -hmm. while you're here enjoying the festival. Yes. And I feel like you're probably going to go see Santa, too, on I'm your not, own. I mean, I'm 30 ish old, but I have to. I have to go see Santa. Like, I need to tell him what I want. It's usually a five-night stay at Walt Disney World Resort. And I'm just like, just slip that under the tree this year. Like, I promise I've been mostly good. Now... If you're a fan of the podcast, you know that scavenger hunts are our favorite, especially around World Showcase. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a festive scavenger hunt we can complete 
during this particular mm-hmm. festival. Can we learn a little bit more about that? Yes. So Olaf's holiday tradition, expedition scavenger hunt. Yes, it's a lot of words, but it's Olaf. Come on, we have to expect it. It's the most amazing thing. Um, I really love it because you get to go around the World Showcase and find Olaf and all these fun holiday traditions. So you learn about some new things, you get to collect them, you have this lovely little map and you can go around and like mark it off every time you see Olaf. And even better, if again, you have a small child who doesn't wanna wait, you don't have to wait. You can get your holiday keepsake as soon as you pick it up. It doesn't matter when you do it. So you can go pick it up and then go around and leisurely find Olaf and learn all about these fun traditions all together as a family. Love it. Between that and the storytellers, the kids learn so much. So much. And they don't even realize it. They're just having a blast. (laughs) Best kind of learning. Yes. Now, speaking of having a blast, I know you're, I'm going to call you my cookie queen. (laughs) And I think it was inherited. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit more about the holiday cookie stroll? My mom and I have a holiday tradition that we call cookie day. So when I was little, she would even let me skip a day of school just to bake holiday cookies. And I continue that on with my son now. So it's not the holidays to me. And so we bust out that mixer and get making some cookies. So here at Epcot at our festival, you can do the holiday cookie stroll. In your festival passport, you'll find a list of participating cookies and you purchase five of them and you get a great stamp at each location. And when you're finished, head on over to Holiday Sweets and Treats, which is near Port of Entry, and you'll receive a bonus cookie for getting all the other cookies. So maybe five cookies is too much. It depends on the size of your party, Never right? for me. No, so. not for me. No, right, right. But it takes all kinds. So you can complete this over a few days if you'd like, but a great tip I have for any theme park day, truly, is to keep resealable plastic bags or little food containers in your park bag because you can purchase those cookies and then safely take them home. And this year with our holiday festival merchandise, there's even a cookie jar that you could purchase to put them in and then always remember this cookie stroll back at home. I like that challenge too. So cookie stroll and buy a cookie jar. Yes. Okay. I'm doing it. Thank you, Amy. Of course. (laughs) Don't forget the milk. Oh, I will never forget the milk. Okay. I feel like this is a good time to transition into one of my favorite topics, which is Food and beverage off- offerings. We have to talk more about <laughs> of food course. and beverages. Let's let's dive into that. Let's learn everything that we need to know about Festival of the Holidays and food. Mm-hmm. Yummy. <laughs> so this year, there's over 15 holiday kitchens. And what I love about this particular festival is I feel like the heart of a culture and its people are really expressed through those dishes that we choose to highlight at the holidays. So again, as you stroll around World Showcase, you can really get a sense of different global cultures and Try different flavors. It's fantastic. Yes. And I'm excited because um, Lahayam Kitchen is coming back. Yes. And they have that pastrami on rye. And usually I'm all about the sweets. Like you can find me like with Dole Whip or chocolate. Like I am always there. But like sometimes you just need a little bit of balance. And so this pastrami on rye, like every time I'm like, okay, it's time to take a break. Get a little bit of like filled up with something a little bit more hearty and then that's perfect, such a guest favorite. Everyone loves that one. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And speaking of, there are some other fan favorites that we can look forward to, right? Yes. yes. So growing up, my birthday dinner request was always to have a mini Thanksgiving. I love those flavors. So here at the American Holiday Table, you can get a perfectly portioned roasted turkey with stuffing, mashed potatoes, green beans. We got to have a little vegetable. Okay. And cranberries. <laughs> and it's just delicious. It's the perfect quintessential holiday dish. All right. Now, Miss Sweet Tooth, I know you have another suggestion for us. Absolutely. I am running over to Holiday Hearts to get the frozen caramel hot chocolate. I mean, it has Twix pieces. And we're in Florida. I mean, we're not going to have like a really 
snowy, cold, chilly Christmas. Yes. But it doesn't mean we still can't have some holiday cheer with hot chocolate. Just add a little bit of frozen to keep you cool. So <laughs> I'm all about it and I cannot wait. It's going to be the most amazing thing ever. Oh, goodness. I love that. So a few years ago, my husband really enjoyed a salmon at the Yukon Holiday Kitchen. And that's coming back this year. Ooh. So it's a salmon with a butternut squash puree and a maple bourbon glaze Ooh. and fennel arugula salad. And it is delicious. So I'm excited to see that again. Oh, I love that. And I know Nota Buena is also another oh, option, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love that one because I think that's where we're going to get some plant-based options as well. This year, there's four new holiday kitchens to help celebrate the Disney 100 celebration. I'm really excited to try Bubble and Brine. I mean, it just sounds lots of fun, it right? It really does. And every holiday needs a little sparkle. At this holiday kitchen, you can get a jumbo shrimp cocktail with Prosecco cocktail sauce and a grilled lemon wedge. So festive. Oh, it just sounds yeah. delicious. It does. <laughs> And then Sweet Tooth, yes, I know, of course. you're going to enjoy Come back something. back this way. Yes. <laughs> and head over to Swirl Showcase. Okay. I am a firm believer that Mickey Sheep food is just better. It is. Always. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. If it was a shrimp cocktail shaped like Mickey Mouse, like I would <laughs> love it. But they do have this Mickey shaped liquid nitro cake. Mm. And I'm talking decadence and you know, I have to. We can't pass it up. And it's Mickey shape. It's Mickey shape. And they make them right in front of you, which is really cool. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Oh, goodness. So another experience. Exactly. Yeah, I get to add another memory. I of love course. that. Picture perfect. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Now, I'm a planner. So I need to be able to plan a little bit ahead before I come to the festival. Is there an, an option for me to do that? Absolutely. So my favorite is the Disney Eats Foodie Guide on Disney Parks blog. I love it because there are pictures and I can start getting an idea of where I want to go before I get here. It's perfect if you're like me, you have a little map out and you're like, okay, I start here. I zigzag over here. I get my savory here. I get my sweet here. And then you like kind of plan out ahead just like Santa would. Oh, okay. Option you can make one. your list yeah. and check it twice. Absolutely. Certainly. <laughs> or once you get here, definitely pick up a festival passport. You'll okay. find them throughout Epcot, so they're easy to find, and they list all of the food booths there. Again, you can make sort of a checklist as you go. Or in your My Disney Experience app, there's a digital festival guidebook. And this is really nice because, again, they're all in one place, so you can browse them and find your favorites. And I really like that they have all of the allergy-specific menus mm. in one place. Yes, I know that's that's key. And that's so helpful to have yes. it all right there. Help you navigate your way completely. Okay, so I have the options. I like it. Thank Absolutely. you. Okay. <laughs> Now, speaking of menus, I had a chance to chat with the chef de cuisine of Epcot Festivals, who's responsible for bringing the holiday kitchens to life. <laughs> Let's check that out now. Chef Kevin, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you for being here today. Now, I have a thousand questions for you, but I'll, right. I'll stick to just a few. That's okay with you. That sounds great. Okay. <laughs> Tell us a little bit more about yourself and your role as chef de cuisine. So I am the chef de cuisine for the festival team here at Epcot and myself and my team uh, spend our time really trying to create uh, unique and fun festival offerings for all of our guests, no matter what festival they attend. Oh, goodness. And you do a good job. I'll tell you that right off the bat. I have a very talented team of sous chefs and culinarians that really uh, work hard to ensure that we're putting out food that our guests are going to enjoy and they're going to want to come back for year after year. Oh, I love that. Now. Can you tell us more about the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays? So the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays is one of the most beautiful times of the year. Yes. Obviously, the park is all decked out and it's holiday uh, holiday decorations. Uh, and we really work to provide food offerings that are going to strike a chord with our guests and bring back those holiday memories that 
a lot of them have, no matter from wh where they're from. Oh, I love that. Holiday time is our favorite time for our family to come visit. So I love Festival of the Holidays. Now, what's it like creating these menus and bringing all these holiday kitchens to life? Well, for the Festival of the Holidays, it's a little more challenging. And mm. it really is because people are very passionate about what the holidays mean to them and their traditions. So we have to really be thoughtful in designing the menus that we don't stray too far from what makes those, whether it's a global, uh, whether it's a, a menu inspired by a country or whether it's a tradition, that we try to keep those menu items as authentic as we can so that we're not deviating too far from what our guests think uh, or remember as their holidays. Right. Yes. Oh, and you do a great job. I, I will tell you that. Now, what are some of your favorite food and beverage offerings at this festival? So I always enjoy, uh, you know, starting with America, obviously, our, our turkey plate. So it's your traditional turkey stuffing, mashed potatoes, green beans, gravy, and cranberry sauce. That's probably the most traditional plate we're really going to find. Uh, but then we have some really fun offerings uh, from some of our other holiday kitchens. The pork schnitzel in Germany is one of my favorites. Uh, the uh, hot pastrami sandwich in Lahaim. Yes. And I'm a big fan of the beef bourguignon over in the Yukon Holiday Kitchen. Now, the panelists shared that there are some new food and beverage offerings for us to look forward to in honor of the Disney 100 celebration. Yeah, so we do have uh, several uh, new locations for the Disney 100th anniversary. Uh, they debuted during Food and Wine, and they will carry on into the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays. Uh, we have four of those locations, and they're really designed to give our guests maybe a little more luxurious, higher-end experience. So the food items are really geared to do that. Uh, like I said, we have four locations. Uh, we have the Swirl Showcase, which is really kind of uh, soft-serve ice creams. It's the home of our Mickey-shaped liquid nitrogen cake. We have Bubbles and Brine, which features chilled seafood items and a nice champagne selection. Uh, we move over into Wine and Wedge, and that's exactly wines and some uh, different cheeses. Uh, so we have a cheese board, a souffle that we offer along with a wine and cheese pairing. Ooh. And then we move to char and chop, which are our kind of meat offerings. So we have a nice meat plate. In addition, we make a house-made porchetta. We put it on a rotisserie. We let it roast uh, out on the grill. And then we slice it real nice and serve it for our guests, kind of featuring some nice local beers there in a Bloody Mary. Uh, featuring like a campfire bourbon in it. So really giving homage to the smoke and the char and the chop. Wonderful. Okay, last question. Do you have any final advice for guests experiencing this particular festival? Well, I would say come hungry because there's a <laughs> lot of food to try, yes. but also come with a sweet tooth because oh. our, our bakery and our uh, pastry team does a fantastic job creating lots of flavorful holiday desserts and you can't come to the festival of the holidays without taking part in our cookie stroll. Uh, that is one of the highlights of the festival. Guests come back year after year to sample uh, the cookies all around uh, Epcot. Uh, and then as you go through that, you get your stamps and then you get your prize at the end. Well, now I'm super excited because I love a cookie. <laughs> yeah. Well, there will be plenty of cookies to go around. Chef Kevin, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. Welcome back, panelists. Thanks. Awesome. I love that you're back. I have more questions for you. Yay! <laughs> but before we hop in, 
Ashley, would you mind telling the listeners a little bit more about Plan Disney? Absolutely. So Plan Disney is your official destination for all of your tips and tricks for planning your Walt Disney World Resort vacations, Disneyland Resort vacations, Disney Cruise Line, and of course, all your Disney Vacation Club questions. We are guests just like you, giving all of our knowledge from all of the shared experience to make sure that you have the most magical vacations possible. We are compensated for our experience, of course, and it's an amazing opportunity, but ultimately we love helping every guest have that opportunity. Oh, yes. I just love it. I love Plan Disney. <laughs> <laughs> now, I like to commemorate each festival with some type of special keepsake. Is there anything exciting that I should be on the lookout for for Festival of the Holidays? This year's festival collection has so much shimmer and shine, but even a touch of cozy, everything that the holidays should be. This year's spirit jersey has an extra little cozy, snuggly fabric on it, and everything else has a lot of gold. It's beautiful. I'm, again, a firm believer when it comes to Christmas shopping, which is what I get done here. If I'm going during the holidays, everyone knows they're going to find something Mickey-shaped under the tree for me. <laughs> I like to believe I get something for them, I get something for me. Something for them, and then something for me. It's a great place to get it's your gifts. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. And for them, every single year, I like to get a lovely glass-blown ornament for my mom's Aww. tree. She has one for every single year, and she gets really excited about having it. And I always pick it up in the Germany Pavilion, and they're always beautiful and just a, a wonderful reminder of my trip and just her chance of feeling like she was there. But for me, I'm hitting up the Disney 100 merchandise. Oh yeah, They have some limited offerings. And you know, even though we're celebrating the merriest time of year, we're still celebrating 100 years yes. of Disney storytelling. So now is your chance to get all that really fun Disney 100 merchandise so you can just experience that celebration in your own home. Different. Oh, I love that. And Amy, I know we're, we're kind of similar because you like to collect barware. I do. I'm a mug girl. But I love similar. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I have a cabinet full of them, but I have to get one every vacation. I mean, it always fits, right? <laughs> yes. I love it. So whether it's for my coffee at my desk or maybe some holiday tea to go, they have some beautiful tumblers and mugs to commemorate this year's festival. Yes, they do. But they also have a lot of unique gifts. So I think we should talk a little bit more about that because Festival of the Holidays is one of those times where you can literally get a unique gift from another country. Mm -hmm. Yes. So yes. can we talk a little bit more about where they may be able to get some unique gifts or maybe some unique gift ideas? Absolutely. So again, uh, the Daruma over in, in Japan, I pick one up. It's just really cute. And it's just pick up ones that match the holiday storyteller that maybe Ooh. like spoke to you. Yes. And you get an opportunity to like relive that and share it with somebody else who maybe wasn't there, like retell the story. And so I always go and I see like, can I get a really cute Daruma doll so I can share that with someone else who maybe wasn't there? Oh, really thoughtful that. trinkets and treasures to be found here. Absolutely. Now, I know we talked a lot about food and beverage, <laughs> but the festival also has some other things that we can experience. Let's talk about some of the other experiences we can have when we come to visit. Absolutely. So my favorite is to go check out the gingerbread display in the American mm -hmm. Pavilion. I I fancy myself an amateur like gingerbread housemaker, <laughs> and I go over and I just go, wow, what you can do with a little bit of gingerbread and a whole lot of pixie dust, it's always just incredible. Beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And so I always go because it's different, and it's just a chance to like get a chance and see what they're doing, and it's amazing. Oh, goodness. Okay. So and let's set. not forget that this festival is at Epcot. So if I'm yes. here, I'm riding Guardians of the Galaxy oh, Cosmic gosh. Rewind, yes. right? And of course, we cannot forget living with the land and the glimmering greenhouses. 
I mean, if you are a huge fan of that, it's a beautiful way of just like celebrating the holidays. And again, learning. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like the name of the game is learning. And so it's just a wonderful way to just kind of relax and take a break. While you're saving the saving the <laughs> galaxy on the other side of the park. <laughs> that holiday overlay is so beautiful. And it's just a really peaceful ride for everyone. I love it. Oh, goodness. Okay, so now we have options for the end of the day to wrap it all up. And speaking of end of the day, it's almost time to go. Aww. Aww. <laughs> the light. <laughs> I don't want to be at such a good time. It was so much fun. Oh, my gosh. Okay, but before you go, should we do a little lightning round? Yeah. Absolutely. You're ready for mm -hmm. that? Yes. Okay. So I'm gonna ask you a series of questions. So I just want the first answer that pops into your head, okay? Don't overthink it. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, I'm gonna start with you, Ashley, okay. and then I'll go to you, Amy. Got it? All right. Whew. Which celebrity narrator would you like to see at Candlelight Processional? Jordan Fisher, of course. Okay. <laughs> Audrey McDonald. Ooh, all right. Your favorite holiday tradition to experience? Definitely the gingerbread displays. Ooh. Candlelight Processional. Okay. Favorite food and beverage item from this festival? The Mickey-shaped liquid nitro cake, of course. <laughs> the Glühwein at Germany Pavilion. It's a house-made hot spiced wine. Can't be beat. Oh, yum. A hidden gem that everyone should experience at this festival. Everyone head over to the seas with Finding Nemo because the cast members always do something really creative with the sea urchins. Last year, there was a menorah, and I can't oh, wait to see what they do every year. Oh, fun. Find the PhotoPass photographers with the holiday props for some whimsy to your photography. Oh, love that. Last one, your top tip for first time festival goers. Make it the season of sharing. Share your different meals with each other, that way you can eat a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> I say slow down. There is so much to do here, but it is a festival for all five senses. So slow down, take it all in, and the holidays are just about being together, whatever you get to. Oh, goodness. Okay. All good answers, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Plan Disney Podcast. You can check out a new episode of the Plan Disney Podcast every third Wednesday of the month. And if you're enjoying the podcast, be sure to leave us a review. In the meantime, to keep up with all the Disney planning tips and insights, stop by Plan Disney Panel over on Instagram and Plan Disney over on X, formerly Twitter. If you have a question of your own, stop by PlanDisney.com to ask. The panelists will be happy to help you. And to keep up on the latest news, stop by the Disney Parks blog. Thank you so much to our panelists for joining Thank us today. Thank you. We'll see you real soon.